Good morning, everybody. Dr. G, Spirit Tales and Magic, your podcast home for paranormal stories and some magic along the way. We're broadcasting this morning from one of Cassandra and I's famous breakfast haunts. We're overlooking Puget Sound and waiting for the sun to rise up, if it's going to. Sometimes it's a bit overcast. You never know exactly what you're going to get. There is indeed a world unseen. A world that exists all around us, all the time. And every now and then, for whatever the reason, we catch a glimpse of it, and the dead get in. You'll remember me saying on several occasions that some of our listeners are very quick to respond to episodes. So Michael writes in, says, hey, Doc, I loved the time episode, which would be yesterday's. I wanted to give you my time slip story, but it's conditional. I'll show you mine if you show me yours, and I know you must have at least one of them. So I'll share mine, but I'd I'd like you to share one of yours. And it can't be the same one that I'm sharing because you and I have something in common, and you'll figure out what it is as you read on. Now, that's the end of the email. And then another one comes in. Gotcha. You thought I had finished. I was in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. As you know, I research the Mothman quite a bit. And I was standing at the statue. For a moment, the statue was gone. And there was a young girl dressed in 30s or 40s attire. And there were some people that were on a horse. and. They were staring at me, and then in an instant, I look up, and I'm looking at the Mothman statue. Excuse me. Doc, this really freaked me out, and I'd be lying if I said it wasn't the first time. This is like my eighth trip here, and seven times something like this has happened to me. And when I heard the episode on time slips, I'm just wondering if I actually have experienced a time slip. I don't know if I should go into more details about it or not. Email me back and let me know. But it's so weird. It was almost like the switching of a light switch. It's on and then it's off. And your mind remembers it, but then you wonder, did I just really see, did that happen? Excuse me for a moment. Sorry about that. Exceptionally dry throat this morning. He goes on to say, okay, your turn, doc. So I will not answer your question about 
did you experience a time slip? If you believed you experienced a time slip, you probably experienced a time slip. Here's one of mine. This hasn't happened recently because I drive way less than I did in years gone by. But this particular incident has happened to me several times over. It's usually when I'm in the car and I'm very tired. For a moment, when I look out the windshield, the road is a gray and purplish hue with cracks and uneven pavement and something you would find in some dystopian place or post-apocalyptic apocalyptic place. And there is people in almost what looks to be steampunk gear walking around. And that lasts for just an instant. And then everything's okay. I'm not more tired or less tired either before or after it occurs, but it is consistent. And while I haven't seen it in a couple of years, I used to see it frequently. Now, that was before the the original instance of that was before we ever talked about a thing called a time slip or seeing into another frequency. And I just wrote that off as being so exhausted that you had a momentary hallucination. The first few times it happened, I would park the car, recline the seat, and go to sleep and try and refresh myself for the rest of the drive. And the first few times it happened, it didn't matter if I was only 10 minutes away from where I was going. I would stop the car, put it someplace, lock the doors, recline the seat, go to sleep. As it frequently went on, I just went ahead and finished the drive because I didn't feel like I was any more tired or any less tired at the time. Fast forward to decades later. I am talking with my birth father for what is going to be the last time I ever speak to him. Now, I don't know that at the time. Um, He's going to die of a brain aneurysm. This would be the last time I would get to chat with him. And we're talking, we're, we're in a car that is moving very quickly. I have only a certain amount of time to get him from point A to point B. And it's a podcast for another time, perhaps, or perhaps not. We won't go into the details, but we're talking as we're going. And uh, do you drive a lot? I see. Yes, I drive a lot. Jerry is so tired. You think you see some something? Now, my father was a come-over on the boat, Sicilian. <clears throat> Excuse me. He um, 
didn't have much of a sense of humor. And this was a man who would not, pardon the expression, bullshit you about anything. He was very matter of fact. And if he told you anything, it was the way he perceived it to be whether you liked it or whether you didn't. And he was not trying to influence you in any way to like him, dislike him, any of that. I am what I am. And if you don't like it, F off. That's my dad. I see. Yes, I have, have gotten so. Yeah. What do you see when, when you do this? What do you see? So I told him what I just related to you. Get out. Are you screwing with me? Well, he didn't say screwing with me. It's no, I, I'm not. That's what I see. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. When I get really tired, I've been up a long time. I see gas like coming out of the earth. The earth is purple and there are cracks in the earth and there are people in some kind of weird costumes. And there's a man, an Italian man, who reaches for me. And then everything's okay. It's back to normal. You think, uh, you know, you think I'm crazy? Well, if you are crazy, then I guess that makes me crazy as well, because I told you the thing that I see. Yeah, you know, it's it's the Sicilian curse. So I take him where he's gone, and we, we part ways. and. Because I mentioned that I will very briefly explain it. You've heard the explanation before. The Sicilian curse is whatever the father is, the son will also be, period. You can't change it. You can't do anything about it. You're destined to be what dad was. I am not what dad was, even though I've been on the fringes of what dad was. And my mother, uh, if she was still alive, would argue the fact that I'm very much like my father, but just a different mafia, and we'll let that go for a different explanation or a podcast on its own someday. <clears throat> but I found it intriguing that the thing that I saw, never knowing anything about him seeing something that was very close to the same thing. There's some kind of definite paranormal going on there. One of our other listeners writes in and he says, Doc, I heard the time podcast, loved it. I went to Tombstone, Arizona two years ago, and I went into a clothing store. I wanted a cowboy hat. I wanted a real cowboy hat. I didn't want the ones that I could buy in New York that were overpriced replicas of cowboy hats. I wanted one from the West. So my wife and I went into a store to buy a cowboy hat. 
So I had tried on three or four hats and I turned around to look in the mirror. And all of a sudden I was in a pool hall and there were people dressed in old West garb and carrying guns and women in, in something that almost looked like a Teddy. And then all of a sudden everything's back to normal. My wife standing next to me did not see the same thing. I never told anybody about that until now, except for my wife. And it scared me. Thought I was losing my mind. He gave me the name of the store and the location. I don't know if you researched this or not. So... Carl, you were standing in the store that used to be the pool hall where Wyatt Earp's brother was shot and killed. The pool table is in the birdcage museum in the theater downstairs. So if you, you, I know you had talked about going back there the last time I saw you. Go see the pool table. But the the clothier that you were standing in is the former pool hall where I believe it was Virgil was killed, shot in the back while playing pool through the window. I have actually been in that same place, and I did not experience what you did. So we have, I believe, nine days to go until Halloween and 10 days to go until the one-year anniversary of an incident that killed me for a brief moment in time. We have a lot of things going on out in the world, and we hope to see some of you out there. Carl, I know I'm going to see you, and we'll talk about that incident if you wish. What's your story of the time slip? We're still on that. So do you have a place that every now and then you feel like you're somewhere else? Have you been somewhere and seen something or someone that you could swear just wasn't from this time? And then all of a sudden everything's okay again. We'd love to hear about it. Until I see you in person, my friends, we'll see you inside your mind. We'll talk soon. Good day from Seattle.